My next guest is a marketing coach helping female entrepreneurs market their businesses on and offline through inbound and outbound marketing strategies. Please welcome a Reactus. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here with the one and only Avery Yaktis. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> I'm so excited to chat. Like, it's been so long we wanted to do this, and now is the perfect time. I know. We've been talking about it forever, so it's funny that it's now finally officially happening. Yeah. Awesome. So let's chat about who is Avery. Like, what does she eat for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So funny enough, um, you know, when you see online, everybody talks about like uh, overnight oats. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I have, I'm like, I'm just not really, I love breakfast food, but I'm just not really a breakfast eater. Well, anyway, I've been trying to like dabble into finding something that's way easier than actually making breakfast. So I've been trying overnight oats and I tried one that was like chocolate and peanut butter tasting. Oh my gosh, I could have thrown up. It was so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> People who say that overnight oats are great, I'm like, no. Um, but last night I tried one that was like birthday cake flavor. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're going to give this another shot. Maybe it was just too chocolatey. I don't know. Um, and actually, surprisingly, it was not that bad. Do you like awesome. overnight oats? I've never tried them. Like I tr like I do like my regular oats like yeah. in the morning, yeah. but not I'm, overnight. I actually I will say this morning I had a thought of I actually think I like oatmeal that's warm better than cold. So Yeah, exactly. I like the the, the warm, <laughs> definitely. Well, funny you asked me that because that's my uh that's my latest. <laughs> overnight oats are just not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, so what do you do and who do you help? Like I want you to dive deeper into that. Yeah. Um well I'm really excited because I also am feeling like I would love for you to have me on like a year from now to see where this all goes because I'm actually in the process of actually starting a new business, going the e-commerce route, which is why that's why I'm like, ooh, can you have me on a year from now um, and see where we are? No, but um, the main thing that I do is I help female entrepreneurs, mostly coaches, but just female entrepreneurs really learn how to market their business on social media, on and off social media. In our realm, our industry, if you will, we promote a lot heavy, heavily on social media, but I'm finding right now that everybody's like, I just want to disappear, but I feel like I can't. So I, I will say like, I help people mostly with online, like social media route of marketing, yeah. um, but then also behind the scenes, like the inbound marketing, the way that you can get people to buy from you 
off of social media because let me tell you, it is the best thing ever disappearing from social media and not worrying about your business like completely failing. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds divine. <laughs> right? Can you imagine disappearing for three weeks and being like, oh, I hit my biggest month ever. Like, oh, a dream. <laughs> exactly. So that was actually one of my uh, questions for you. Like what yeah. actually is inbound and what is outbound and why is it important to have both? Yeah. So outbound is the way I say, so it's inbound is more behind the scenes. Outbound is more forward facing like Mm -hmm. social media. For example, we, I teach a lot of social media marketing. So it's more of, um, that way. So it's social media is outbound more behind the scenes, like selling more privately or even just off of social media is more of what I call my inbound marketing. Um, but the reason why it's important to have a balance of both is because like we were just saying, we don't want to just rely on launches, forward-facing launches to like sell out our products and offers and mm-hmm. you know everything like that. It's nice to actually be able to make money while not having to feel like the pressure of showing up all the time, which is why I'm um, bringing more of the inbound style marketing mm. to the online space. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But I want to challenge you here for a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those of us like just starting, let's say like people are just starting, maybe it's been a month or two or three, like, would you say it's necessary to show up online or can they do this? Like, like, like Um, how soon is too soon? Basically. (laughs) I, I'm a full believer in, um, focusing on like your social media marketing, your organic marketing always first getting more visible because you you know getting on these podcast episodes it's important for people to see you and know what you're about because it's almost like if you walk into a nine to five and it's an interview it's like your portfolio you would hand somebody that's what your social media page is about if you don't have that I guarantee you people will judge you pretty hard (laughs) and probably not hire you because you don't know what you're doing or you're not showcasing that. Now, I will say it doesn't have to be Instagram specifically, but it could be Facebook. It could be LinkedIn. It could be anywhere, but you need to be somewhere that it's like opening your business, the door to your business. That's what your social media site is. And then that's where I think it's the easiest place to start. And then after you've started, maybe you have some clients then going inward. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a clarification. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, I, I also see you selling on your close friends list yes. on Instagram. Like I want you to take us backstage and explain to yes. us, like, what's the difference between like the open list and the friends list? Like Ooh. what? Like, yeah. Yeah, chat about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we all know, I, I'm thinking your audience knows what launching is in general, right? Yeah. It's opening the closing doors of offers. But so to be fully honest, I think close friends list is somewhat of a new feature. I mean, it, I think it's been around for about a year, but people don't really use it. So it's essentially my take on what a launch is, uh, f- launching via wait list kind yeah. of. Right. So a wait list gets people onto an email list and then you email them to get into your offer. Essentially, that's what a close friends list is. However, you're not actually taking them off of Instagram. You're just putting them into a private group that you can then go and share more of you mm. to that your public audience doesn't actually get to see. Mm-hmm. So I use it in a way that's more of a waitlist style, mm-hmm. um, but I can serve them in different ways. Why I developed kind of this close friends list launch compared to like a free challenge or a webinar is because people, so I market on Instagram and that's where my people come from, right? Mm-hmm. So 
people, instead of taking them off the app that they live, eat and breathe and die on like <laughs> eight hours, 10 hours a day. Let me tell you my time, my, the first time I showed my husband the time that we spend on Instagram in a day, he was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. So to me, I'm like, why am I trying to take people? Don't get me wrong. I know and understand the importance of an email list, but why am I trying to take people off of an app that they spend all of their time on? Even if their account dies and they have to create a new one, <laughs> they're still on it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I developed a close friends list, which is a feature on Instagram um, if you go to someone's profile, for those of you who don't know how to create one, if you click on someone's profile and where it says the option to follow or you're following them, mm-hmm. if you click the downward arrow, it gives you this menu and then it has a close friends option. And then there's a star with a circle around it. You just have to click that and it will add them to your close friends list. Oh. And then what you do is you go into your stories just like a normal story, right? You're saying all of the stuff that you want, but instead of saying share to your main story, it will give you an option to share to your close friends. Oh. And then what happens with that, reason why it's so juicy, <laughs> is because <laughs> when you they are when you are on somebody's close friends list, your picture or your story will show up in the front of their line and it will show up as green. So it's giving people a warning of like, Oh, so you, first you show up in the line first compared to everybody else, which is great. And then number two, it's intriguing people of what you have to say. So uh, that's why I think it works so well. Um, for those of you who don't vibe with other launch methods, it's just an easy way to like nurture your people. Yeah, honestly, it's amazing. And like, I saw you do it and I'm like, wow, this girl, like she knows what she's doing. <laughs> I know. I, I just sometimes get so sick of the same launch methods. Yeah. They're so boring. Also, I just don't vibe with them. So I'm like, yeah. let's get into this. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so good. And like, this is what I truly admire about you is that you always like do different things and you're always so unapologetic and you're always speaking your <laughs> mind and you're always so real, like... I want to know, like, where does this come from? Like, has this always been so natural to you? So I'm a pretty, I mean, I'm sure you can feel the vibe here. I'm a pretty extroverted person. I'm a pretty confident person overall. I will say there are times when it is scary to say certain things online because you're setting yourself up for the judgment of people that you don't necessarily want to hear from. But I mean, there's trolls out there, right? However, I also think that sometimes showing up as like the raw unedited me brings in people even more to connect with me because there's this stigma that you have to show up perfectly online. And I'm just like, that is not me. I will show up with like during COVID, (laughs) like (laughs) it was like a competition. I swear with me and my audience, like how long we can go without needing to wash our hair, um, that kind of stuff. And I'm just, I am who I am. I'm not somebody who's going to show off a lifestyle that I don't actually live. Um, I'm not going to show off myself who I'm not. And I think that that's important because it draws more people in to vibe with you. Because the other thing is, have you ever bought something from somebody that it's almost like you were sold to, you were sold a promise. And when you get in there, it's like, Oh, they did not deliver on that. Or like you're a fake. Yeah. I don't ever want that. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's what kind of where it comes from is just, I am who I am. And you like, if you like me, great. If not, you're not my person you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so good. Like, honestly, <laughs> I think the same way. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's so important to just show who you truly are. And when mm-hmm. you do, you're, you'll actually get like more people, like people are yes. gonna be like, Ooh, like, who is this person? Like, I want to be in her space. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, what's funny is I was on my mastermind call this week and my clients, they were like part of why they told me this without even me asking them. They're like, part of why I signed up to work with you is because of the unapologetic, but also like, I don't want to say I'm a hard ass, but kind of holding you accountable to the goals that you want. Like if you're not going to be willing to show up, then what are you doing? And me holding them to that higher standard, they're like, that's what I need in my life and my business. And so I guess just being unapologetic for something like that, that is who I am. And it draws more people to me. That's why people buy from you. So I think it's important to know that. Oh, this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. So I want you to share, you know, like one of your biggest accomplishment or something you're just so proud of. It could be in business or in life in general. Like I want you to share and brag more about yourself. (laughs) Oh man. You know, what's funny is I ask people this and I'm like, this is your time to shine. Yeah. And then when it comes down to me, I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, honestly, I mean, this sounds weird, but like I will say just number one, taking the leap and actually leaving a nine to five to start mm. a business, I feel like is probably one of the biggest accomplishments any single entrepreneur can have. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the second one for myself is that I, you know, it's crazy. I'm actually almost to the day this is my three-year anniversary mm-hmm. and that I've made it in business three years without needing to find a part-time job or needing to go back to a nine-to-five that I have made it this wow. far. A lot of businesses fail within the first three years, so I've made it past the three-year mark. <laughs> that's incredible. Congrats. Thank you. So I just feel like that's, I mean, starting my own business. And and I will say I'm starting my second business, so that's another huge so let's chat about that like e-commerce oh my gosh I know honestly it's terrifying because it's just so different than coaching yeah but it's been on my mind for a long time I back actually at a corporate job one thing I did was like I, I was an event coordinator uh but what I also did was uh, buy all the merchandise that like we would either do for giveaways at an event, like a trade show or getting um, products for like Christmas gifts and stuff like that. I freaking loved it. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of full circle moment of like me starting my own, but it's just so different. And I'm so excited because it allows my brain to have a place that I can be creative. Don't get me wrong. Coaching's creative, but like not in this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, creating a dang sales page is just not my idea of creative. <laughs> so I wanted to go the e-com route, but also um, I always said growing up, I want to be a millionaire and I want to be a millionaire before my dad ever was. And so that kind of came full circle with my product side of my business. I'm sticking with the entrepreneur side, but for those who have dreams of becoming a millionaire. And so my business is actually called, it's called the Millie Co. But Millie came from, is short for millionaire. And <laughs> my, I love it. I, I just wanted a hidden way of being like, doesn't scream money, but also if you know, if you're part of the Millie crew, you understand what it means, you know? So yeah, it's kind of full circle that my brand is built off of basically the phrase future millionaire. And yeah. To give you a sneak peek, um, we're launching October 18th and it'll be, you know, we have a launch October 18th and then for Black Friday, but my my most excited drop of products that we're launching is actually in January. We're creating a, um, you're the only one who knows this, so your your crew gets a a sneak peek, but I'm actually creating like an athletic or an active wear line. So (gasps) 
because I live, eat and die by leggings and <laughs> don't ever put a bra on. I'm actually creating long leggings, capri leggings, a sports bra and kind of going like that route. So oh, I'm really MG. excited about it. I know. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy you say that. Like I just went back to the gym, like in my routine uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, this is for me. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. And I just think I want to, I want it to be, yes, active and support you in, yeah. you know, the self-care type stuff. But I also think just being comfortable while building your millionaire business, million dollar business is also just yes. really as important. So, um, Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I saw your mugs. They look so good Mm -hmm. too. Ah, I'm well, okay. Funny enough. (sighs) So I went and got a product sample of a mug and it was normally mugs are like ceramic. They're great. Right. Yeah. Um, they hold the heat in whatever. So I got this really cool stainless steel one and it's like the ones that you see out camping and stuff. Anyway, I, I got it and I got so much feedback from people who have stainless steel mugs that apparently if you put hot coffee, I did not know this, if you put hot coffee in it, it burns your mouth because <gasps> stainless steel gets so hot. And I was like, I can't sell that to people. <laughs> I don't need a McDonald's type lawsuit of, you know, getting burnt from the coffee being too hot. I do oh not need that. So, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Thank yeah. God you know it before you started oh, I know. selling. I know. I I couldn't imagine. But also, it is what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. God. I'm excited about it. So we'll see awesome. where it goes. And, you know, it's kind of the way I view coaching. I don't know if you – what your long-term plans are for coaching, but I view coaching as something that's uh, supporting what is next. It's going to fund everything that is next. Mm-hmm. Coaching makes good money. You make good money coaching and you get to serve the people. But also, do I want to be doing this when I'm 40? I don't know. Maybe. But <laughs> priorities will probably shift in the matter of next seven years. So I'm like yeah, need, needing sure. to find – and I don't know if you feel this way. I realize I'm talking your ear off. But <laughs> with coaching, do you ever feel like – you can't fully disappear because you are the face of the brand and the, the business. Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> I that's partly why I went the e-com route, actually, yeah. because there was a moment this summer I was like, I just don't want to show up. And I, I'm allowed to not show up, but I also am like, I can't hire somebody to be me. I can't hire somebody to promote some of my stuff when people are buying into me. So it's very Mm -hmm. different in the way that you have to market yourself. So for me, sustainably, I wanted to build something that I can be the strategic person at top. And then I have people underneath me that can fulfill everything else. So I can have somebody be the face of social media and I don't have to be that person. That's partly why I went that route, to be honest. Yeah, that's also what I wanted to ask you. Like, do you have a team right now or are you doing everything Mm -hmm. yourself or... For the e-com side, I <laughs> am doing 100% myself. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have a team for my coaching side. But as far as like my – actually, my plan is to hire – my goal right now is to hire somebody who knows TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you're on TikTok, but TikTok can literally change someone's life when it comes to e-com. And I don't know that app very well. I mean, I'm on it, but like I don't know it very well in terms of me – growing something like that. So I'm in the process of going to hire an intern that's local to me who is in college and knows and loves the TikTok world, can grow my brand. But then my goal is to eventually have them 
when they're done with college, hire them to be more of a full-time yeah. employee and grow the business with me. So we'll see where that goes. That's so nice. I love that you have a plan for that, for sure. That's awesome. So I ask this to everyone who comes on the podcast, and I'm very curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? I always believe a powerful leader, and even back in my corporate days, is someone leading by example and just being in the utmost integrity as possible, mm -hmm. right? So I'm the way that I like to be viewed as a leader is like I'm full transparent. If I'm struggling my business, my clients can know that. Um, you know, I'll, I'll share with them some of the struggles that I've been through, and I think leading by example and you know, being honest and vulnerable and transparent and all of that stuff is mm -hmm. truly where a powerful leader is because I've also been burned by past like investments of someone who I thought was a leader and they end up not being that. Mm. And I feel like I was sold on a dream that obviously I didn't fulfill yet, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say a powerful leader is. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Thank you so much for saying that. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people go through this and it's just hard to admit, but it happens a lot. Yes. You know? Yes. And the sad thing is we all sign these contracts, but they have a part of contracts, for those of you who don't know, uh, they have, what are they called? Non-disparagement agreements, an NDA. Mm. Um, but basically what that means, I think that's what it's under, but it basically means you are not allowed to talk bad about this person publicly or you can face legal fees mm. or a, a legal battle, whatever, yeah. come after you. And while I understand that at the same time, if I had a really bad experience, I mean, I, I'm literally, because I don't ever want to go to court or be sued by somebody, I, I'm not allowed to say that. And I don't think that's very fair, right? Yeah. So you just have to be careful. And I think that's, if I can give you my biggest tip is if you are going to invest, do your research and ask the hard questions because I last year made a $20,000, one of the worst investments ever. And $20,000, that can be someone's salary throughout a year. Um, and it was because I, again, was sold on a dream and invested in somebody who I thought was a leader. And turns out that I don't actually understand how they had their come up. And I still to this day don't, but I'm not allowed to talk about it because mm -hmm. I signed a contract. So do your due diligence, ask <laughs> the hard questions. Yeah. I don't know. So that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh my yeah. gosh. This, this is going to yeah. help a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah. But if it can help anybody avoid a $20,000 investment, yeah. in week, um, I did my job. <laughs> yeah. So do you have like, you know, any last piece of wisdom you'd like to share besides this one? <laughs> my last piece. So my, besides do your due diligence and ask the hard questions. Yeah. I've been listening, the biggest piece of advice for any business owner, no matter what type of business you run, is always to follow your passion. Because I fully believe that your passion is what leads to actual profits if your mm. business is struggling. Um, and that's kind of the same with like pivoting, right? Pivot, pivot equals profit. Same thing. You hear that? It's kind of the same thing, but it always starts with your passion. And if you don't love what you're doing, you can always shift and you can always adjust. Nothing is set in stone. Um, I've bailed on launches before because I wasn't passionate about it. I've um, destroyed my entire product suite multiple times because I wasn't passionate about it. Mm -hmm. But always those pivots and everything of following my heart, it makes it easier to sell. It makes it easier to market yourself when you love what you're doing. And if you don't, that's a full on sign to find what you are passionate about and pivot. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Thank you so much. I love it. So where can people go to connect with you further in the online space? Uh, come hang out with me on Instagram. I live, eat, like I said, I live, eat and die by Instagram. Um, but you can find me at Instagram.com slash Avery dot Yaktus, Y-A-K-T-U-S. So that's where you can find me the most. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, for sharing. You are amazing and we'll definitely keep in touch. <laughs> thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.